Welcome to Manor for the Years, Season 6, Episode 8. When we go through stuff, we have a tendency to think that we are the only ones going through it. But believe me, if we compare other people's stuff to ours, we will probably draw the conclusion that our burdens are much lighter. Our guest this week speak about a season of loneliness and how it led him to do things by himself and in doing so found himself and found his wife and together they are now doing life. He speaks of the human element of being lonely and there is a slight interruption as you will hear when his daughter enters the room while he is recording and loneliness in that moment was alleviated for a brief minute that is just a reminder that though we feel alone sometimes we are not. No one may be in our immediate orbit, but we are never alone. Our speaker this week, Vaughn, wears many hats and will introduce himself at the start. Here is Vaughn's story. Hey, good day. Um, this is Vaughn, Jephthah Vaughn Patron. I'm a writer. I'm a barber. I'm a business owner. I'm a filmmaker. I'm a chef. I'm a comedian. And most, well, and I'm a father. Um, and today I will talk to you guys on my journey and how I ended up in this spot and my plans for the future. Hopefully once I do run out of time, we could talk about that. So basically, uh, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, I came to Canada in 2011 to study at Fanshawe College. I studied, um... I studied culinary arts and while I was in school I started doing barbering. Uh I recently started writing a book called The Lone Diary Diary of a Loner, The Lonely Fears, where I speak about the uh where where I speak about basically I feel like everyone needs to go through this lonely fears to discover who they are and who they are called to be who they're supposed to be um basically a lot of a lot of people go through their lonely phase and they don't realize that they're going through the lonely phase and they mistake it for depression um and they mis- and they and they and they what was the word looking for yes so they mistake it for for depression and they end up going on the wrong road whereas i feel like the lonely phase is a is a point in your life where it's supposed to be lonely, but the loneliness is supposed to 
um, propel you to do other things in life and to figure out who you really want to be. Because for once, you're not under the influence of everyone else's discussions and what they want to be and listening to other people's dreams. Because other people's dreams do affect you. If you hang with roosters, you're going to be most likely a rooster. If you hang with uh, wolves, you most likely be a wolf. Um, but what if you're a shark and you're hanging with lions, you know? The thing about it is that it don't matter if if you hang out with people who doing good things with their life or people who doing bad things with their life. If you hang in with people, you never really figure out what you have to do with your life. So even though it seems like you're doing good things, you could still be depressed. Um, and that's where a lot of the issues come in parenting because uh, uh, for w- w- when, when we're young, we choose things that don't really make us happy, but we do it for the wrong reasons, probably money or because your friends or, or, or your parents. And then by the time you have a family, it's much harder to cope with the, uh, the, the, the struggles that come with, with it, you know, and, and, and the, the, the troubles. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So basically this is what helped me in, in being a father because I feel like now I know myself. Um, I went through my lonely phase and in my lonely phase, it was some of the darkest times. Uh, the reason I, well, what pushed me into going through my lonely phase is while I was in school in 2012, my girlfriend at the time got pregnant um and it was hard at first because we was thinking about how i could tell my mom uh, for those of you who don't know me um I, I was i was brought up in a christian home so i know my mom would be disappointed um with this news so uh, it, it was all while trying to figure out how to tell her and how to explain to her and then one day she came to Canada, but she lives in Trinidad. She came to Canada, and before she leaves, she looks at me and she's like, "She's like, oh, she's pregnant," and I was surprised. My mom is a midwife, um, so somehow she tells these things, and somehow her spirit always tells her when something is wrong. So that was a big burden off my uh, off my shoulder. My mom was disappointed that I didn't tell her. Um, she just. She just uh, wanted to be part of it, you know. The, the the sin was already done in her eyes, and now there's a blessing that comes after it. Um, so from then on, I was excited uh, to be a dad, and I was doing the things I needed. Um, and then one one day, my ex, my every time my ex, she says that she doesn't feel the baby move and she went to the bathroom and she peed blood and we went to the hospital that weekend on a friday and we realized that the baby was was dead um and it was weird because my mom doesn't live in canada but when i got home and i unlocked my apartment door my mom was there and she said she just felt like something was happening, so she came. And I didn't. I I I promise you guys, I didn't tell her anything that was happening. So for a while after that happened, it sent me into a place of um, selfishness 
I was trying to do a lot of things to cope with my pain. Um, and I, that, I, I did the worst, you know? Um, and then eventually time caught up to me and I was, and, and I sat back and I thought of all the things I did and I decided I didn't want to go through this. Um, so that's why, that's when I ended up going through my lonely phase, but I was, I had no friends around. I felt like a loner. My dad was never really there for me. So my twenties was pretty lonely as a young man. My mom was always there, but there's only so much you could talk to your mom about, right? Um, so, so then I go through this phase and sometimes you're just home, you're just laying on your bed watching the ceiling and you're trying to figure out who you want to be. Because I, I could always hear something calling, but I didn't know what was the calling. I started going on dates by myself, started going to the malls by myself, to movies by myself. I go to the clubs by myself sometimes. People will always see me out and say, "Oh, why are you? Why are you always by yourself?" And it's because I, 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 I finally found the joy in self-preservation, um, and and in self-presence, just being by yourself. At at that point, at that point, uh, there was nothing that could come between me and me and my dreams. Um, I started to like God started to lay everything out in front of my eyes, uh, who he wants me to be. I started to figure it out slowly, but I started to see that every ladder I climb, he'll show me where to go next. So my job was never to to provide or to my 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 job was never to generate income. My job was to take the next step. His job was to generate income. So it, it, your life is supposed to be like a partnership. You know, and that's how it, it works. So I started taking this step, and from the after I take this step, he would generate the income. I, I never knew where my income came from, but it always came. Till this day, um, it came at the last minute sometimes, where you know for sure it had to be God. Uh, so then my daughter was born, and and so I fast forward. So now my daughter is born, and. Now I have to make better life decisions. Oh, sorry. So after that, I ended up getting married. I forget to say that. And I got my my wife now got pregnant. So my daughter was born. And it was one of the most impactful things in my life. Um, She, yeah, was one of the most impactful things in my life. One second, yes, sorry about that. So my daughter, so yes, yeah, so I got, I meet someone and I got remarried. Uh, um, and now my daughter is born, and at that point it was, like, I thought marriage was impactful, but she was much more impactful because now I had a little girl to provide for and to raise, to raise right. So now my thinking had to change. Now I had to see how I could stretch my hands and how I could be a better father. I always try to be the father that shows them to chase after things that they want, even things that you can't see, even things that things that no no one sees. Um, I tried it my best to, to, to teach them to never give up. I try my best to teach them to figure out who they want to be, 
um, without even my impact. Um, I try to let them choose the sports that they want to choose. And I, 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 I long to be the dad that they come to with any issue, any issue. Um, I want them to talk to me like they could talk to anyone. And that's the only way I could really uh, protect them and keep them safe and, and, and give them advice on certain things. Because I, I, I know how it was for me um, not having someone around. Um, and I know this podcast is only uh, 12 minutes and there's so much story that I could see in this 12 minutes but for now it's me trying to get you guys to to know who i am um and that's basically who i am i have two daughters a son on the way um i have a wife we live we we create um and we just try to be the parents that that we would have loved to have um, thank God I had my mom. My mom always wanted me to be a writer, but I never saw it as a kid. Um, and in many ways, I knew that I never saw it because my dad never saw it. Uh, and when you have a dad that that without vision like that, it's 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 hard. Um, because then it's just your mom, and and he, 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 your mom likes everything you do. You know, she would never be like, "Oh, that wasn't good." It's only now as I'm older, she'll be like, okay, Vaughn, I, I wish you stopped kissing. And and these kind of things that she she says to me. But when I was younger, them, those things wasn't as you. So, yeah, so that's that's basically my story. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Vaughn. Men hardly speak on their experience, and I'm grateful that you shared your story with us today. Powerful in its essence, so that other men can open up and tell their stories as well. In so doing, there is a creation of an endless stream of healing and mended pieces. Being you is free of cost. Authenticity has benefits. It's healing. It uncomplicates your life. It yields minimal stress. It frees the body to function at maximum capacity. It opens the mind to the potential of the creative. It releases the spirit to soar. Ultimately, it brings contentment this week be true to you be your authentic self and therefore release your spirit 
to soar. This week, be contented in who you are. The real you, the authentic you. This is Manna for the Years Mended Pieces podcast.